0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why, this is why,
0: pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why, the podcast. Welcome to the This Is Why Podcast. I'm journalist, author, and comedy writer, Laura Lane.
1: And I'm author and editor, Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single?, Every week, we give best friend advice on topics including pop culture, news, friendship, dating, workplace dynamics, parenting, and whatever else is on your mind.
0: This week's episode is called Stop Second Guessing Yourself. We will be answering your listener questions, including one listener who, whose husband is mad at her for not attending a family wedding, and another whose roommate gave her bed Oh! Then we're talking about what's in the news, some celebrity stuff this week, Bella Thorne, Screws Over Sex Workers. And Sienna Miller reveals that Chadwick Boseman gave her part of his salary on a film. But first, Angela, what has been going on in your week?
1: Well, remember a couple episodes back when I was like, guys, I got a new job? Yes. Well, I don't have a new job anymore. <laughs> what? I don't understand. I uh, I was furloughed from my new job because there wasn't enough work to go around. So now I've been laid off twice throughout the course of uh this pandemic Angela I know
0: at least there's I know. the podcast
1: at least there's the podcast I don't know
0: what, uh, what's the right thing to say I'm sure there's like I don't know I mean here's the thing though and this is it's hard it's, to feel like it, probably anything because you're just like I mean what else can 2020 give me
1: exactly and I should not get too comfortable I I uh I know it's dangerous to get into this mindset, but there has been a part of me that's been enjoying the downtime. I think just because there's so much going on in the world, I'm like, ah. I mean, if I have to just have the big event of my day be going for an afternoon stroll, right? that's all right with me for now. Uh, obviously, that is not sustainable and I can't be like that for too much longer, but I'm I I'm Okay. I'm okay for now. I feel like you're handling it really well. Thanks, and I've been doing a lot of like cooking and cleaning, which makes me feel really bad about myself because I'm like I feel like Betty Draper right now Uh, because like Ian is working all day and I'm like
0: appreciating it because he used to give you shit about not doing that stuff.
1: He is, and he isn't because I'm like not good at it. (laughs) Well. No, that's the thing. That's what's funny is I am good at it. I'm just not good at it when I have to balance it with other things. When it's my main thing and all my energy is going towards it, it's fine. Uh, But And yeah, I was just feeling like, ugh, I'm like everything I don't want to be right now. I'm like cooking and I'm cleaning and I'm enjoying it. And uh, Ian was like, if it makes you feel any better, if the roles were reversed, that's totally what I would be doing all day too. It's not really a gender thing. It's just that you have a free time thing so that made me feel better that was nice of him
0: yeah I feel like that makes sense
1: yeah right um and I will I will have a job soon enough I hope I have full faith that you will too thanks uh how how how's things going for you
0: things are good
1: I mean crazy I don't know I, I don't it's
0: like where do you even start in 2020 it's like there's there's good, there's bad, there's dark, there's light. But what I was going to talk about this week was um, I just got, so it's like I've been trying to get some writing and some work done, but, I, and, and when I do that, I do usually work, I've been working at a Nick's art studio because I used to work at like, you know, shared workspaces, which don't, don't re- they're all shut down right now. Right. And even if they were open, not a great idea. Not a great idea. So I've been working at Nick's artist studio, which sounds very romantic, working at like my hot hu- artist husband's art studio, watching him paint, which I used to love to do back when we shared an apartment and I used to paint at the apartment. But for this new art exhibit or art show he's working towards, he's been doing a lot of woodworking. So, oh. It, which looks very cool and it's gonna be really, really cool art. But Angela, it's like working in a construction zone. And so I don't want to be like that jerk that's like, uh like you know, your art is hampering my my art. My art. Because I love working around an artist, but it really I just couldn't focus on anything. So it was so sweet. He built me like a little room, like you know, like those temporary walls. Yes. He got like soundproof temporary walls and I have my own little room now
1: that's amazing see because he's woodworking so much he probably is just like really handy with building a wall oh no he didn't do it himself what are you crazy oh. <laughs> he's oh. not that good silly
0: me no we hired like i googled like
1: temporary walls nyc.com yeah like the kind that go up in sty town to make one bedrooms it, like three bedrooms yeah
0: exactly 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 now yes
1: yeah, I, I,
0: I googled. Yeah, like those temporary walls where yeah, one bedrooms, three bedrooms in like, <laughs> uh, so it's been very nice. And I'm actually hoping that we can start doing podcasts in my new little special room because now I have like a little quieter room. The only thing he's worried about is that it's like up against windows and there's a lot of street noise. So right. if we do it, I'll just be have to explain to our listeners like every five minutes, like, oh, sorry about that ambulance. Oh, sorry about cuz right now I'm recording in our office which my office in my apartment which is in like has no windows it's in the back
1: of the house it's like in a little cave yeah so well I'm I'm recording from my apartment and I am right by a window and I guess it's fine it's it's okay yeah. I mean we do record it's 10 p.m. so that kind of helps that but helps.
0: yeah if we were going to record in the middle of the day might be a little harder.
1: But it's okay. It'll be like an immersive experience for our listeners. They'll feel like they're right there, right on the street.
0: Yeah. Their their sound Cause... quality will go down, but they'll feel like they're right with us. I wonder right. if
1: they'll appreciate that or not. Who doesn't love the sound of a truck rumbling by in their ear? I know. I'm trying to think when I do my like my online yoga, there are
0: always street noises, and it usually doesn't bother me.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah.
0: All right. We're going to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Trivia Star. Do you enjoy challenging yourself with trivia, Angela Spera?
1: I do. I really enjoy trivia. I have always wanted to join a trivia team on a consistent, regular basis. never done that. But this is easier because it's from your home.
0: Okay. I'm going to try to uh, name a member of the Spice Girls. No, that's easy. Name (laughs) two of them. Can you name two?
1: Mel B and Mel C.
0: No, but like their original names.
1: Oh, gosh. Melanie Brown and Melanie Chisholm?
0: No, no, no. Like what were people calling them? Did they call them like, did they call them, I'm trying to make one up. (laughs) Did they call them (laughs) Bookie Spice?
1: Oh, like Sporty Spice and Scary Spice. I just gave you three answers for the price of one.
0: (laughs) You would have so many points on Trivia Star at this point. I know. You would have so many points and so many gems, so many coins and so many gems if you were playing on Trivia Star. So Trivia Star is a free mobile quiz game that's entertaining and
1: challenging. Angela would be crushing it. Yes, I would be. So... You can choose categories like music, sports, movies, TV, animals, celebrities. There are over 60 categories to choose from, so there's always more trivia to explore. If you choose the correct answer for multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. The questions get harder over time, but if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get a hint and beat that level. And Trivia Star has 2,005 five-star reviews in the Apple Store can join them today and see if you're smart enough to win. What
0: Australian animal is known for having chlamydia? Koalas. All
1: right.
0: Come on. Who do you think you're (laughs) dealing with here? I am a trivia star. I don't even know if that's a question on trivia star, but if it's not, it should be. Right now, trivia star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems When you download and play, just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Trivia Star. Again, search Trivia Star and enjoy 2,500 coins and 500 gems. Download Trivia Star for free today. Angela, what is in the mailbox this week?
1: Okay. For uh, this week, we have two listeners who are second-guessing themselves, hence the theme of our episode. First up, we have an anonymous listener, and they wrote, So, my husband got this wedding invitation yesterday and asked me to go with. Apparently, it's one of his closest cousins and he's rigid on going. I'm completely uncomfortable and anxious, so I asked for more information, like how many people will be going, is it outside, what's their COVID response. All we know is that it's outside and people are encouraged to wear masks. I pushed for more answers, which helps me decide if I feel okay going, and he doesn't want to ask the couple or relatives his reason being that there's a lot going on into a wedding and uh and maybe they can't afford canceling or postponing it and he doesn't want to bother them with asking for more information. Oh my
0: god, I'm already so angry. Like can't afford postponing or canceling so you're putting people's literal lives at risk like yeah, this is are you going to oh. afford people's funeral if somebody dies? Are you going to afford medical bill like like if you can't afford canceling your wedding, like I'm already very angry,
1: Angela. I mean, it's possible, you know. I understand there's lots of people who can't get their deposits back, but like. Yeah, sometimes you
0: have to bite that because it's people. And
1: also the husband, like, what a time to choose to be polite about things. Like, just ask the friggin' question. No, but, you right. have to, you have to like, you really have to protect yourself. So, okay. So, yeah, he doesn't want to ask for more information. She says, I spelled out my reasons. And he said, no. He's now mad at me. Or as he puts it, frustrated because he really wanted everyone to meet me and be with his family. Now, I know I'm proud of myself for standing up, but should I have approached the conversation differently? I think it's not only understandable, but expected for wedding guests like me to want clear answers to these questions. Oh, and by the way, the wedding is in a week. So, by the way, th- so she says they got the invitation yesterday. So The wedding is a week away? I'm I have a lot of questions. I'm a lot of a lot stuff of is very
0: suspicious, Suspicious.
1: Um what's your take as somebody who,
0: as somebody who canceled their wedding and like as somebody, are you losing yeah.
1: any money by the way? No, because it's technically postponed and not canceled. So uh right. if we did want to cancel then I suppose yes we would be losing money, but our you know we just keep <laughs> pushing the date back further. So you're further.
0: thinking like maybe they are in like a state where venues just don't give a I have, fuck and
1: won't cancel or I've won't postpone i mean we've been very lucky that like um our vendors have been flexible but i have heard stories from people like i have a friend in texas who had to postpone her wedding and it's it was actually really funny she was like uh we wanted to like so they had a wedding planner and the wedding planner was giving them a hard time about continuing to work with them with the postponed date and Apparently, in the meantime, like the wedding planner wound up going through with her own wedding. So my friend was like, "I can't even be like, who would have a wedding right now? That's insane because the wedding planner did, uh, but and that's in Texas, so things are a little different there." Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, but, all of her questions. Are, wait, so she said her family was—is this are they married? Or are they boyfriend girlfriend? What's the deal?
1: They're married. this they're is her married. husband. But people and, haven't met her. Yeah, that's strange. That's strange, too. Uh, That's strange. Mean, all right.
0: But whatever. So, regardless, all of her questions are extremely... Maybe they eloped. Who knows? All of her questions are more than reasonable and not rude. It's for your own health and safety. And honestly, the safety of anybody that you come in contact with. We've There have been enough news stories. And I had to forward her a news story about about a super spreader wedding. Where people died and they sp- and the people that died and got sick weren't even people that went to the wedding. They were people that came in contact with people that went to the wedding. And so Yeah, it's just it's just utterly I mean, he sh- he just needs to rethink. I hope I hope she sent him the super spreader wedding articles. There's so many of them because there's a lot of stupid yeah. people out there. And I just hope that, that he rethinks how he's responding to her very reasonable questions. And honestly, I'm a little dis- I'm not a little I'm extremely disappointed in the wedding party for like kind of lightly encouraging masks. Number one is no good, and number two, you really need to like ex- like explain all of her questions up front, and people shouldn't even need to be
1: asking these.
0: So th- I've, that's how I feel.
1: I would say we get we've gotten enough very similar questions to this to for me to be like obviously this is a complicated decision for some people. Uh, so whatever I get that, but like, what is insane to me is that the husband is frustrated at her for having concerns and, and won't even make the effort to answer her questions because she's like, I just need information to make my decision and then I'll make my decision and he won't even provide her with the information. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, the fact that there are enough stories about weddings being super spreader events should be all the information you need, but like he should be sympathetic to her concerns. A thousand percent. So if her question, her question ultimately is just, should I have approached the conversation differently? Nope. it Sounds like you are being almost too nice about this. So I think you did everything right. And and I don't think you should feel pressure to go. Let your husband go. You can meet his family another time. If you're married, you have your whole life to meet them. Absolutely. Assuming they don't get sick at the wedding.
0: Uh, what else we got?
1: Um, okay. Another anonymous listener. And she writes... I'd love to ask your opinion on a roommate struggle I've had this past year that we are still attempting to resolve. I lived in a large apartment and had three roommates this year, all strangers initially. We got along fine, but one of the girls traveled and brought back had bugs no i know i was grateful that she told us immediately so we notified the landlord and could get an exterminator in there asap but several months later after individually spending hundreds of dollars on cleaning and laundromat expenses and a lot of time and stress cleaning and living out of bags for a month she has still never offered to pay for the entire treatment the bugs were only in her room where the bulk of the treatment was done and the exterminator found them on her suitcase so it's pretty clear that she brought them However, she has been fighting with the landlord about tenants' rights to try and get out of paying, and another roommate has offered to chip chip in and help pay. I have no intention of paying for the treatment. Personally, I would have assumed responsibility for the whole thing if it was my fault and offered to pay for it from the beginning, so it's hard for me to comprehend why she's let it go on for so long. We've all since moved out, but still stay in touch as we are all waiting to receive our security deposits back. I just wanted your opinion on, a, on how you might have handled the situation as a whole and how to politely let her know that it is her responsibility to pay for it. And she says, maybe I also just want some justification to not feel guilty for chipping in.
0: Uh, roommate stuff and money is so awkward. Bug, bud, beg, bed bugs are are truly anybody's worst nightmare. Truly and I somehow got them when I lived in an apartment in the East Village. And who knows? Cause it was a big apartment building. They could have come from another apartment. It could have I could have picked them up in a cab. Like it's just, it's just horrible, horrible luck. I'm like an extremely clean person. I was so grossed out. Like they can literally hide in like the cracks of wood and picture frames. I got rid of so much furniture and stuff. And when I got them, I was actually between roommates. And I had to do the like awful, embarrassing thing of messaging my roommate that was about to move in to be like, "Hey, I don't know if you want to move in right now. I like just got bed bugs. They're like exterminating. I'm like really sorry. Like, I really hope you still want to move in, kind of thing." And she was actually, I got lucky. Was very cool about it, and was like, "No, no, like I, I'm still gonna move in." I was like, "Okay, like I gotta get this taken care before I <laughs> move, move in, like." And, and luckily, I did, and the extermination it works, but it was it was like a nightmare because they kept coming to like, look for them and they couldn't find them. Like, and I was like, I knew that I had them. So I was getting these bites and was scared to sleep in my bed and was like sleeping in my, but then you don't want to sleep on your couch because apparently they'll like follow you to the couch and it can like spread yeah. throughout the apartment. So then I was like crying and like sleeping in my bathtub. Like it was just awful. It was like one of the worst, like psychologically traumatic things that I could do. Cause they say like, just continue sleeping in your bed. But like, you can't, you can't like sleep in your bed knowing but like bugs are going to eat you like, or bite right. you. It was awful. It was like one of the worst experiences of my life. And it was like, I'm still traumatized by it probably. And like, and it was like a good nine, nine years ago. <laughs> um, anyways, that being said, it, it, this person clearly brought them. She should for sure pay for the treatment and then deal with, deal with like trying to get reimbursed with that by the landlord. But like, it wasn't her fault that she got them on vacation. It was just bad luck, but it, it, it certainly was not your fault at all. So I, in my opinion, she should for sure pay for the treatment and then work on getting like reimbursed. And like, you guys should have never had to put any money up front to begin with. I think like when it comes to like dry cleaning your own clothes and that kind of stuff, like honestly, like, you know, if you're all, like, tight on cash, she probably can't pay for, like, everyone's dry cleaning. I kind of think you maybe just have to, like, pay for your own, like, dry cleaning and clothes,
1: unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think she expects her to do that. It's more that she, she's just worried that she expects her to chip in for the exterminating overall. Has she put,
0: I'm kind of confused. Has she put any money up front or she's just waiting to get reimbursed? Uh, she
1: just paid, I think, for her own personal, like, cleaning but for the this is about the exterminator yeah which she has not given money towards which i support like yeah i just don't give, i don't think you should have to don't give money yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean she, she says how do i politely let her know i don't think that the the girl who brought the bugs in has actually asked her for money it just sounds like the other roommate offered to chip in so she feels a responsibility to also uh, chip yeah, in.
0: yeah that's and awkward say, when
1: you and the other roommate are not
0: on the same page that's but if she has not direct
1: if she hasn't directly asked you to chip in, I don't think you actually have to say anything. Yeah, just maybe don't offer. You feel awkward, but you also, they don't live together anymore. So I don't know. I mean,
0: I would just on the side message your other roommate and be like, hey, girl, like, to be honest, I don't think we need to pay for this because we, you know, like, I know you offered to pay. Like, what are your thoughts? And just maybe hear hear what the other roommate's rationalization is of why she feels like
1: she should be paying for it. I would be curious. That's yeah. it's very nice of the other roommate, but it's definitely I don't think it's uh, it's bad for you to not want to do that. It wasn't your fault that it happened, and if she has the extra cash and she wants to help, that's fine. But I I don't think you have any responsibility. I agree.
0: Uh, we hope that's helpful. If any of you listeners have any questions, these were great questions this week. Email us at contact at thisiswhythepodcast Please be concise, a paragraph or less, if you want it on the show. You can also find all of our contact info on our website, This is thepodcast.com Next up, we're going to dive into this week's topic, but first, let's thank our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. Angela, this is my dream come true because, as you know, since I've moved to New York, I've taken over fourteen classes—no, more than that, two dozen classes—I'm pretty sure—around New York City, and everything from like improv to sketch to screenwriting to creative writing, children's book writing, and Skillshare has like all classes that are like all about those kinds of things. But but also, I could literally learn anything I want to do at all. Like I just took a class with Roxanne Gay about, about writing.
1: I mean, it was so cool. That's one of my favorite things about Skillshare is the people that they have teaching the classes are the exact people you would like dream about in each field. Um, like completely, or it'd be like, I would be reading an interview with, with her
0: and I'd be trying to like pick out information where I can learn something. And this is just her talking to me, teaching me things.
1: It's, it's fantastic. And I also, for me, I have been taking, they have like a wide variety of classes. So I've been trying to take advantage and uh, I'm taking uh, an SEO class, an introduction to SEO class taught by Rand Fishkin. And it's the kind of thing that I probably wouldn't normally uh, do because it's not directly related to what I do, but it just helps to have knowledge of. So it's like, because I, I, can, I have my, my subscription where I can do multiple classes, I'm like learning stuff that I wouldn't normally. I love that. And it's affordable too it's very affordable. So Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. These lessons can help you stay inspired and express yourself and introduce you to a community of millions. And like Laura said, Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash why,
0: and the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. That's skillshare.com slash why. We would like to thank our sponsor, Function of Beauty. One-size-fits-all may work for your accessories, but when it comes to your hair, we all need something a little different. I love Function of Beauty. It was really fun. I got to fill out this fun quiz that asked a lot of details about my hair. But not only did they just ask details about my hair, they wanted to know what scent I used, what scents I liked. And, and honestly, sometimes I like scented stuff like like a peppermint or a rose. And then other times I just prefer like non-scented. So I kind of like switched it up when it came to the different products.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you uh, can see my curly hair right now. I have my Function of Beauty leave-in conditioner in. I'm letting it sit.
0: I you mean, your hair
1: lot. is looking glorious right now. I see it. We're we're doing FaceTime right now. We're doing FaceTime. So, you know, a lot of time at home right now. So I'm playing around right. with my hair a lot. I'm doing a lot of pampering. Feels very nice. Um So Function of Beauty is hair care that is formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. How unique, you ask? Function of Beauty has over 54 trillion possible ingredient combinations to make sure your formula is as unique as you are. Um, Here's how it works. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz and tell them a little bit about your hair. Next function of beauty's team, determine uh, the right blend of ingredients, then bottle your custom formula to order, and then they deliver your personalized formula right to your door in a cute, customized bottle with your favorite color and fragrance. They even print your name on it. Plus it's- their formula. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Very yeah. You're going to say
0: the the part that I love. So uh,
1: who, wants, the, to, who the- wants to say it? Dibs. I feel like because... This lends itself to your lifestyle more, you can say it.
0: They're vegan and cruelty free. No sulfates, parabens, or harmful ingredients. And I love that that part about it. Because yeah. that's stuff that's very important to me. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash this is why to take your four part hair profile quiz, and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash why for 20% off and let them know you heard about it from our show. That's functionofbeauty.com slash why.
1: This week's topic is stop second-guessing yourself. So, you know, guys, sometimes doing or saying the right thing is really hard um, and doesn't feel great. And it might require you to assert yourself and be firm in a way that doesn't feel natural to you because it doesn't feel nice and polite. And we always want to be nice. So it like goes against our instinct. But those negative feelings um, don't mean that they're bad or wrong feelings, um, but they might cause you to second guess yourself. So as we can see in our situations above with our listener questions this week, um, sometimes you're doing the right thing. Just because you're second guessing yourself doesn't mean that you're wrong. Both just of our listeners because... were right
0: and just because somebody else is doing something different aka other people are going to a wedding you think is totally nuts to go to or another roommate is offering to chip in for something that like you just don't feel is within your responsibility you know sometimes you're right yeah. i think i think both of our listeners were right it's kind of nice i'm glad i'm glad that it wasn't like the husband writing in being like my wife won't go to the wedding <laughs> like i would be like <laughs> That's because. Do you want to know why we didn't get that email from the husband being like, "Can you believe my wife won't go to the wedding? Like, what do I say to talk some sense into her? She's like, I want her to meet my family." Because in the back of his head, he knows he's wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, same with why we, why didn't we get an email from a girl being like, "I gave my I gave two my two of my roommates bed bugs and like, but they should pay right." It's because they know they're wrong. They're like hoping she'll split it probably because it totally sucks to have to pay for that. But she knows she she knows she should pay for the whole thing. That's why these people are writing in being like, am I crazy? We're like, nope. Right. The people that are the people that the people that uh, that know they are crazy are the
1: ones that won't write in with their question because they know the answer. That's – well, also I think that people who tend to second-guess themselves are people who tend to be more self-aware. So people – the people on the other side are just like have no self-awareness and do not realize that how they're behaving is wrong. Yeah, it's and true. like don't even think to question it because they're not self-aware. Second-guessing can indicate that you have
0: empathy for how others react to things and self-awareness that you aren't always going to be correct. It can also help you fully think through important decisions. I – really wish I didn't do this. Not that I'm like, oh, I'm the most empathetic person ever, but <laughs> I literally will like be stay up at night running through conversations. I had with like babysitters, my nanny, my neighbor. And I'll literally be like, oh, did they not text me back? Because like, oh, did that thing I said come across weird? Did I do something like, why have I not heard from my mom friend in a while? Did I ever say anything that could have possibly offended her? And I'll literally go through like every conversation I could think of. I'll be like, maybe she thinks I'm a jerk. Like what? Oh fuck. Did I come across as like snobby when I said that thing? Like I will literally run through every conversation that I had from that week and I'll drive myself nuts. And like, I second guess myself all the time, but you know what? According to the Internet's it, it <laughs> indicates empathy and a little bit of self-awareness. So I'm not saying I'm always going to catch myself and I'm sure I'm going to say things that offend people and I won't catch it. But hopefully a lot of the time I, I will, there's been like a couple times where I just haven't been able to get over something. Like I remember one of my friends, she had mentioned to me that like her husband had gone to like, like therapy and like in a totally, in a, another conversation I like brought, I was like, Oh, like well, what did, when, you know, when you, when that thing did, what did the, th- did the therapist like say anything? And I just felt really felt like it was out of place for me to like bring up her husband's therapist, like in a, another conversation. And I like apologized later in the week. And I was like, Hey, I felt like that was really out of line for me. She was like, what? I'm the one that told you, <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that twice. And that certainly made me feel better, but I I, I felt good that I like came up to her and said, Hey, I think I might have said something right. that like was inappropriate because I was like feeling just awful about it the whole week. So, yeah, if you ever second guess yeah. yourself in a situation like that where you say something that you think might have come across weird, just bring it up to someone and sometimes it'll be, "Oh, I had this happen to me and I was actually totally taken back, but it does, I guess show how empathetic it was." It was one of my it was one of Nick's friends who's a dentist, and I had asked him about like I don't know, some, like, woo-woo dentist thing. You know what I mean? And he went off about how, like, like no, like, that doesn't work. And I was really grateful because I was like, oh, good. Like, you know, I forget what it was. Like, I don't know, maybe it was, like, spl- like splashing coconut oil in your mouth or charcoal or so- <laughs> something like that. And he was like, no, like, that doesn't work. You need, like, toothpaste. Like, this is why fluoride helps your teeth. And he explained it to me. And it, it like... Literally, Angela, like six months later, he's like, hey, I just want to apologize. You once asked me this question, and I feel like maybe, like, I was too strong or, like, really, really opinionated about the thing and, like, was kind of mean about it. I was like, what? No, I asked you because you're an expert, and you gave me your expertise, and I really appreciated it. And I felt really bad. He had been, like, second-guessing himself for six months. I mean, not, like, every day, but... but um."
1: You don't think it was keeping him awake? No, at night? I don't think so.
0: Um, but yeah, people people that are like empathetic will do that, and I think I'm glad he brought it up to me because it probably may, hopefully like cleared, you know, cleared whatever strange feelings he was having about that conversation.
1: Yeah, I, I it's so funny. I am a big second guesser too, and. My my second guessing also relates exactly to what you're talking about, which is like social interactions. And when I say something dumb or if somebody else says something that I'm like, oh, what do they mean by that? Um, which is difficult when you host a podcast and you record your words every week because I don't think there's an episode that goes by where I'm not like, mm, I want to edit that out. Should I edit that out? Did I say but that we never dumb do. thing that's going to be mis- – yeah, we never do, but then, then I just live with it and I live with being like, oh, I sound like an idiot. I, I um,
0: literally, Angela, was having like st- – dress dreams about something I said like two episodes ago and was worried someone would listen and I was like "Oh fuck but I didn't even say anything bad about them it was like really all about me but I was like oh what if they just take it the wrong way or maybe I should have told them that I talked about them but no I'm, I'm just gonna like hope that they don't listen whatever and I and I do this all the time and I finally just like like I need to let it go I just need to like let these things go but yeah it can it in some ways it can be good but in other ways um psychology today says it can be it can be bad for your health so you know it's good when it's like self-awareness and introspection but sometimes it can be bad for your health like like when we when we keep ourselves up at night and it can distract you from the things that matter make you slow inefficient tongue tied you know you are too scared to do anything cuz you're worried you're going to second guess yourself um Yeah. Many people think they second guess themselves, but don't. For those who don't second guess naturally, it takes a whole lot of education and critical thinking before they shine their power to doubt back on themselves. So I think that that's, that's a lot of, that's a fun fact too. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else you want to add about second guessing?
1: I mean, yeah, like, like psychology today says, uh, I think sometimes it's good because yeah, it means that you are self-aware. And and sometimes, you know, something does need a little more extra thought, but uh be careful. One of their other tips is also as you're second guesser, guessing yourself and you're figuring out your stuff, you don't always have to do it out loud. You don't always have to let the other person know your thought process because that can make you come across as like wishy-washy or like not firm in your opinion. So like do your own little introspection privately so that then you can come to like a conversation confidently. I love that,
0: and th- I think there are different types of second guessing. Like the two questionnaires were about like they have an instinct about a choice they're making that that other people are doing differently. For me, I think it relates mostly to my life in terms of things I say or things people say to me, and I worry that they were like offensive at all. But I actually, did have um, I gave you the example of my friend, my husband's friend, who thought he said something offensive when he didn't. But recently I had a friend say something to me. I'm trying to, I can't really like say it without it being too obvious, but she did say something that really rubbed me the wrong way. And for the rest of the week, I was just like, I can't believe she said that. That was not helpful. Like, I don't want to tell her things like anymore. And like, like that's how bad it was where I was like, I'm just like not going to tell her serious things in my life. And then the next time we had lunch, she was like, Hey, I just want to say something to you. When you, um, you know, confided in me. I I just like, you know, it was like such a heavy thing. I just didn't know what to say. And I blurted this out and I said the wrong thing and it's been bothering me all week. And honestly, as soon as she said that, I felt instantly better. And I was like, this is why she's my best friend. And I'm going to tell her everything. You know? <laughs> like So I think that's just a lesson. And like, when you do think you rub somebody wrong, if you think there's a chance they maybe noticed and it really definitely did, like, it can never hurt to, to uh, like, apologize. Either they'll think you're a little silly or it might really make a difference. And on that... People just need time to process sometimes. Absolutely. On that note, we are going to move on and talk about what we've been reading in the news. What you been reading?
1: So I don't know if you've heard anything at all about this whole Bella Thorne OnlyFans debacle. Uh,
0: She was like studying for a role and like signed up for some website and made a bunch of money. And then people are like mad that a famous person made money on the site that that's supposed to be like where like sex workers make money. And they were mad that she like stole the thunder. Is that the deal?
1: So there's a little more to it, but the way you summed it up is why I wanted to dig a little deeper because I just kept hearing, yeah, like there's like the online discourse and I'm like, what is going on? I don't even, who is Bella Thorne and what is happening? Yeah. So luckily, Bitch Media did like kind of a um, a full recap for us. So basically, <clears throat> uh, back in August, Bella Thorne, who, do you know who Bella Thorne is? I do,
0: only because as a child, I think as a child, she was an
1: entourage
0: and I- Possibly. weirdly have a lot of friends that have either worked or been on entourage. So I am like familiar in like the TBTs of like look at Bella Thorne.
1: They bitch media listed her main credit as a Disney film called Shake It Up. So yeah, she's uh, so weirdly more
0: famous than like the roles she had, which is honestly what I feel I feel right. kind of like like I love Olivia Wilde. I think she's so smart. I think she's going been an amazing director. But if I'm like, do you know who Olivia Wilde is and they're like, what has she been in? I like cannot name a movie and I'm like, she's someone that is, she was on house. Oh, that's right. She was on house,
1: which feels like forever ago. That's
0: true. But she's way more famous besides like house, house, the doctor house. Like she's crazily more famous than anyone else that was ever on house. So she's totally like transcended any of her actual roles and is just a famous person. I feel like that's the same with Bella Thorne.
1: Yeah, like tabloids love to talk about Bella Thorne. She's kind of just famous for being famous um, at this point. So, for if anybody doesn't know, OnlyFans is uh, it's got the layout of a social media platform, but people can post for free or behind a paid subscription wall, and like sex workers use it to post explicit content. So, Bella Thorne apparently was doing this research. Um, She scammed people into paying $200 to see naked photos of her. Uh, and then she didn't deliver naked photos so she made one million dollars scamming people and because of that but that's now, kind of funny
0: like, to me like look hey yes, skeezy dudes like come look at my naked photos just kidding
1: so that is my instinct as well but it's only fans which i feel like people should be mad at only fans and not bella thorne they they just changed the like site completely because of her um they like Now they're saying that there's stricter protocol around payments and they're charging, um, what are they saying? Including maxing PPV charges at $50 and tips at $100. So because I guess a lot of people during the pandemic have been making money off of OnlyFans, they're pissed at Bella Thorne. And Bella Thorne tried to make it up to people being like, oh, I'll promote your account uh, if you tip me, which is like part of... OnlyFans culture. And then she was like, okay, actually, too many people wanted me to promote their accounts. So I'm not going to do it anymore.
0: <laughs> Whatever. She's says I don't know. Am I like, am I just thinking, do I have the wrong instinct to just think this is like overblown? And like, if you think Bella Thorne's like ruining your career on OnlyFans and that like you didn't make as much money and like she was, it's not like she's doing it full time. I don't know. And I also don't think, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think Bella Thorne like makes that much money because like I said, she is just, like, kind of famous for being famous. Uh, I don't know. Am I but wrong? I don't know. I, I well, also just don't also, know that much about this.
1: People, so the way OnlyFans works is, like, they'll, quote, unquote, tip her to for the, for her to promote them. So people paid her money to, like, do something that she didn't do, a get, like, a second time. So she just keeps digging her hole deeper and deeper. Um, she just, you know, she doesn't sound like the brightest bulb. And I feel like she needs to stop. Some people just need to know their range. And perhaps Bella Thorne doesn't know her range. Um, As people pointed out in this article, they were like, if Bella Thorne's real goal is to mitigate the stigma against sex work, she could have like, oh, there you go. She's a $12 million net worth. Who knew? For what? According to who? According to who? I strongly bitch media. I've questioned that. But anyway, they were like she could have donated money to any number of causes rather than doing this. Sure, sure, sure. Um but yeah, that was the too long didn't read version of that saga, but if you're interested, you can google more. I think that the most interesting takeaway is that Bella Thorne has a allegedly 12 million dollar net worth.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, good for her if she does. Um, speaking <laughs> of monies, I've been reading the Holly Hollywood Reporter. This is a story that Sienna Miller said about Chadwick Bozeman, how he gave part of his salary to increase her pay on 21 Bridges. Now, we've just been hearing so many stories about how he basically was just the nicest dude out there, yes, and like low key about it, like incredibly low cuts. key about it, just the most incredibly low key. Nice dude, universal, like not, nobody can speak a bad word
1: about him. Uh, the opposite of Bella Thornton.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Sienna Miller told Empire Magazine that her 21 Bridges store, Chadwick Boseman, took a cut of his own salary on the 2019 action thriller and gave it to her after she asked for a number that the studio wouldn't get to. She said it's just unfathomable to imagine another man in that town behaving that graciously or respectfully. She said she wasn't sure if she should should talk about this but she ultimately decided to share the story because it was a testament to who he was Um, and at the time she was hesitant to go back to work her daughter was starting school it was kind of an inconvenient time but she said you know what i'll do the movie if i'm compensated in the right way and he ended up donating some of his salary to get her to the number that she thought she deserved to be paid which is just
1: i mean the nicest i mean it's it's very sad that he had to do that, and and at that point the studio wasn't like mortified that one of their actors was donating their salary and didn't just step in and do the right thing. That's pretty pathetic. It, uh, truly, thank thank God for good people like Chad. McCloskey.
0: Absolutely, and on that note, that's it for our, our this week's This Is Why podcast. Keep on letting us know what you think of the podcast structure. Don't forget to send in your listener questions. We need new ones every week, and you can send them on anything you want. It could still be about dating, roommate stuff, workplace dynamics, parenting, anything. Check out our book, This Is Why You're Single, and my new book, Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales. They're available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and we encourage you to check them out at your local indie bookstores.
1: Yep, and you get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of our sponsors and the code, check out our podcast page on thisiswhythepodcast.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisiswhypodcast. Please like and subscribe on iTunes because that really helps the show. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why, this is why, pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why, the podcast. That
0: was a HeadGum Podcast.